Hello? Hey, it's a four-way. Is everybody on? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Present. Oh my god, you're never gonna believe what I just heard. Bitch, we need to be in person for this one. I'm on my way. I'll grab the champagne. Perfect. See you guys in 10. Welcome back, toppers. It's so sad. There's no one here to respond to me. I'm all alone. Oh my god. So, um, as you can tell, I'm all by myself today. Last week, we did not have an episode that made me very, very upset, sad. I was distraught. It was not a normal Monday for me. We've been doing this for a few months now, and it just felt so strange. It really did. It felt so weird. Um, But due to me not knowing how to record through Zoom yet, uh, here we are. You're stuck with me this week. Sorry to disappoint. Um, I don't know if this is going to happen often probably no it's not I'm gonna get my shit together I'm gonna figure out how to record through zoom but Savannah moved to Florida and two of us have newer jobs so scheduling is difficult also me technology I can learn it but like the process of learning it it just (sighs) help me if you know how to record through zoom help a girl out because this is a struggle I'm alone I'm staring at out of a window onto an empty street at night it's depressing I don't like it so here we are you're just here with me sorry I hate it too don't worry this week I can't talk to my I can talk to myself like let's be real I talk to myself very very frequently but I decided on the weeks where it's just gonna be me uh instead of me rambling about stupid stuff <laughs> and trying to make up topics, I'm going to do a true crime, something that's near and dear to my heart. I love everything related to, I don't, I was going to say I love everything related to murders, but I feel like that's horrible to say. Like, I'm not saying that. Um, scratch that. I'm just very into true crime everything that comes with that spooky scary it's up my alley halloween okay moving on nobody cares i'm losing you guys okay anyway i decided to do a true crime case this um before i start i want to make a disclaimer i don't mean any disrespect to the family involved in this situation or anyone who knows any of the stories that i talk about i just want to pass the information along and this is strictly for educational purposes only not educational. I'm rambling. I'm not good at disclaimers. Let's just get into it. This is the story of, sorry, if you hear the paper in the background, I'm, as I said again, alone. So we're going to do this solo. This is the story of Brian Schaefer. So this actually is not a murder per se. It's a missing person story. I, if we're being completely transparent here, because it's just me and you, so we can be honest with each other. I found this on TikTok. <laughs> on one of my nights scrolling through the deep, wide depths of TikTok, this case came across my screen. And it was very intriguing to me, if that's the right word. Anyway, it's a missing story case of Brian Schaefer. I wish I could include pictures and stuff. I feel like that'd be more interesting, but I cannot. So moving on. Cue me turning the page of the booklet that I printed out, basically, of notes. Okay. The story of Brian Schaefer happened in 2006. In March, Brian's mother, Renee, lost a battle with cancer. Grappling with grief, the 27-year-old decided to enjoy a night out on the town with his former roommate, Clint Florence, on April 1st. But before he hit the bar with his friend, 
Brian went out to dinner with his father, Randy, and the youngest and his youngest brother, Derek. The two men opted to spend the evening at South Campus Gateway's Ugly Tuna Saloon Bar, located in the Arena District of Columbus, Ohio, arriving around 9 p.m. It was the beginning of spring break. Just before 10 p.m., Brian briefly spoke with his girlfriend, Alexis Wagner. I think that's how you pronounce it. A second-year medical student at Ohio State who was visiting with her parents in Toledo. At the end of the call, Brian told Alexis he loved her and it was the last time she would ever hear his voice. Brian and Clint decided to do a bit of bar hopping and the two traveled to the short north where they met up with Clint's friend, Meredith Reed. After doing several shots, Meredith offered to take Brian and Clint back to the Ugly Tuna Saluna and they accepted the ride. That sentence, I'm probably going to cut some out. It took me like five tries just to say that sentence. I cannot. It was like a tongue twister. Anyway, moving on. At 1.15 a.m., surveillance cameras caught the trio entering the building and riding the escalator up to the second floor bar. Just before two, the cameras recorded Brian speaking with two college-aged women. He appeared to say goodbye and walk away. Brian was never seen again. Clinton Meredith assumed that Brian had gone back to his apartment and didn't think much of it, but when they attempted to reach him on his cell phone all night and throughout the weekend, he never answered. When Monday morning arrived, Brian's family was alarmed to discover that he had missed a long-scheduled flight to Florida and called the Columbus police to report him missing. He was scheduled to vacation in Miami with Meredith, whom he was reportedly planning to marry. Brian's vehicle was found in the parking lot of the apartment building, which was near the ugly to tuna saluna i'm going to keep mispronouncing the name of that bar i want to say tune what do I, I keep wanting to say ugly tula saluna but it's not that a citywide search was launched with police going so far as to check dumpsters and the sewer system the ugly tuna saluna was located in a high crime area so the possibility of foul play was a real possibility shortly after brian's disappearance his empty apartment was broken into Family and friends hoped the crime would offer clues about what happened to the medical student, but the break-in turned out to be unrelated. He is... Could you imagine, like... I don't know. Should, I want to make comments throughout this just because some of this is just so unbelievable. Like, he literally is missing and now his apartment got broken into? Like, what are the odds? His luck? Non-existent. Anyway... Randy Schaefer, still reeling from the loss of his wife and absolutely desperate to find his son, consulted a psychic who told him that Brian's body was resting in water near a bridge. I personally, this is not part of the story, I believe that some people are psychic. <laughs> I'm weird like that. But I that's horrible. If you're pretending to be able to have those abilities to tell a parent who's missing their child something like that and you're clearly like mm, faking it horrible no do not condone okay moving on with the story for hours randy wadded wadded is that a word for hours randy wadded in the i cannot say the word of this river alentingy <laughs> okay moving on river in columbus with a search party but there was no trace of brian alexis too was unwilling to give up on finding brian she dialed her boyfriend's cell phone number every night but it went always went to voicemail one night in september alexis held her breath as brian's phone rang three times before going to vo voicemail she called again but there was no answer however a ping from brian's phone was traced to a cell phone tower in the town of hilliard some 14 miles from columbus the ping was an exciting development but the excitement didn't last long 
Brian's cellular carrier said the ringing and the tower ping could have been a glitch in the system rather than a sign that Brian had turned on his phone. Weird. How, how is there a glitch like that in the system? That threw me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that's just weird. I'll give my opinion at the end of the story. I'm not going to keep interrupting. Everyone in Brian's life, including those he was with at the Ugly Tuna Saluna, willingly submitted to a polygraph test, except for Clint Florence. Clint's attorney has stated that his client had nothing to hide, but he had given the police all of the information he had. According to Brian's brother, Derek, Clint spoke negatively of Brian after he went missing, which raised suspicions that Clint was somehow involved in Brian's disappearance. However, there has never been a shred of evidence linking Clint to Brian's vanishing. The two women Brian was seen speaking with outside the bar were cleared of any involvement in the case. The search for Brian went on for years and was aided by the likes of Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Brian's favorite band, Pearl Jam, who took breaks between songs during a concert in Cincinnati to appeal to the audience for information concerning Brian's disappearance. All attempts of finding Brian were met with defeating silence, but in 2008, there was renewed hope that the would-be doctor was still alive. Sadly, Brian's father died that year, never having the opportunity to reunite with or bury his son. But in an online condolence book, someone wrote, To Dad, Love Brian, from the U.S. Virgin Islands. However, the police quickly learned that the message was a cruel hoax posted from a publicly accessible computer in Franklin County, Ohio. So that's the whole story of all the information that anybody has on what happened. Um, I'll get into some theories that people think may have happened. Personally, the weirdest part, because I watched the surveillance footage, you can find it online very easily. You just search his name and it'll come up. But the fact that they have surveillance footage of him going in but never leaving, I really would like to know if they if the surveillance footage was like parts of it was missing, if that makes sense. Um, like, was it cut or was it straight through? Does it turn off at a certain time? Like when the bar closes, like I want to know details about it because if he really, if it was recording all night, no breaks and you do not see him leaving, then that's, that's strange. Like, is there a basement? Is there a tunnel? I need to know. Also, why, if your friend goes missing, you start talking shit about them? Like, you're, one, you're a horrible person. Also, like, why? Like, you, I don't believe you didn't have anything to do with it. Also, you wouldn't do a polygraph test and you're talking shit? Like, mm, sus to me, okay? Also, another thing, why would his phone turn on? Like, that's not a glitch that your phone just randomly starts ringing after being dead for months even like such a long period of time and then your phone randomly starts ringing and pins pings on a telephone like thing whatever they're called no that makes no sense to me that's not a glitch that's that's a sign yeah I mean that's my personal opinion about the story it's just all around wild like how does someone completely like vanish no trace that's crazy okay so there are five theories altogether that people have come up with to explain this whole story. Um, each of them very different. So I'm going to go over each of those theories with you now. You can make your own judgments of what you think happened. Um, some of the theories I didn't even think of because uh, it pre presents some new information 
not new information, but like other things going on at the time, if that makes sense. Okay. Anyway, the first theory is that Brian slipped out of the bar unnoticed and met with foul play. Um, before I get into the theory, how did he slip out unnoticed with no security footage like that? How, how did that happen? Anyway. Okay. The theory goes. One theory is that Brian was chatting with the band while they were packing up and the bar was closing. The staff may have locked the bar without realizing that Brian was still in there. And Brian left with the band and staff after which point he made with foul play. This doesn't explain why Brian wasn't spotted leaving the bar's surveillance cameras or on surrounding businesses' surveillance cameras. Exactly. That, I don't get how that theory makes sense. So, to me, that's, uh, we're, in my head, we're knocking that one out as a theory. The next theory um, is titled The Smiley Face Killers. So, the theory goes, in 1997, two retired NYPD detectives named Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte, Duarte? don't know how to pronounce it, came up with a theory that a nationwide, possibly worldwide ring of criminals was targeting men they perceived as quote-unquote privileged. The men claim that there has been an epidemic of college-educated young white men who have vanished after nights out with friends and were later found dead in local rivers and other bodies of water. This coordinated group of killers is known as the Smiley Face Killers because the bodies of their supposed victims were found near Smiley Face Graffiti. It's currently impossible to tie Brian Schaefer's disappearance to the ring as no trace of him has ever been found. While Brian matches the type of individual the smiley face killers allegedly targeted, it's just as likely that Brian fell victim to a robbery gone wrong or some other random crime. So that was the end of that. Um, The thing of that that makes sense to me is that it was happening frequently. So the odds of it happening to him is a possibility because he matched the type of person that these people were targeting. And the whole body of water part um, matches what the psychic said, unless the psychic was bullshitting everyone and saw those cases and just automatically said it so that she looked like a real psychic. Personally, I don't think that that is what happened to him just because they would have found him. I'm assuming they would have found him if they found all the other people. I don't know. I don't think that one is what happened to him either. The third theory is that Brian went out the emergency exit fell in a hole in the construction site and was covered with cement. First of all, that title, wild. Like, come on now. What? Why? Huh? Okay, so the theory goes, since Brian spent the night bar hopping and doing shots, it's a safe bet that he was pretty inebriated when he got back to the ugly Tuna Saluna. The only other exit apart from the designated exit was an emergency exit that led to a construction site. Those involved in the case and those familiar with the building say it would have been incredibly difficult for Brian to get out of the building that way, but not impossible. It was dark and chaotic area. If he fell in a hole and was covered with cement, it wouldn't have been an accident. Construction workers would have seen him passed out. So unless a crew of demented killers was hired to work in the building, it's unlikely that this theory explains what happened to Brian. So basically what these people think... (laughs) is that this man drunk as hell managed to get onto the emergency exit which in my mind very possible i've done many um questionable things while drunk that yeah i'm not gonna even (laughs) elaborate on that statement but these people are saying that he got onto the emergency exit fell into a construction area and then when these people showed up for work the next day 
instead of, mm, I don't know, calling the cops to just cover him with cement. What? Come again? Mm, don't think that that's what happened. Uh, no, no. So we're also, in my mind, ruling that theory out. So we're down to two last theories that are left. The next one being that Brian is still inside the ugly tuna saluna. The way this theory goes is that Brian accidentally died while inside the bar. Fearful of lawsuits, the staff snuck his body out of the emergency exit and disposed of his body. If this occurred, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that the staff was able to sneak his body out while with the cameras inside the bar turned off. But that still doesn't explain why he wasn't recorded on surveillance cameras from surrounding businesses. Some theorize that Brian is still inside the building somewhere dead. This seems unlikely as the police checked every nook and cranny and didn't find a place where one could hide a body. This theory, personally, sounds a little more tangible, I guess you could say. Um, If I were to pick apart this theory... I mean, he could still be inside. Um, I wouldn't know. Did they bring like cadaver dogs in to smell around? Like he could be under the floorboards. He could be in places that you can't see just searching with your own body, self, nose abilities. Like, did they bring search dogs in? Next, the whole snuck out where they said that the um, employees snuck him out without the cameras or with the cameras turned off. Is there evidence that the cameras were turned off? Like, because if so, then that opens up a lot more possibilities. So how, I need more information, please. And then also, they could have, like, it says that he could have been snuck past their security cameras, but not other security cameras. Well, what if they just, like, put his, I I don't want to, I don't mean to disrespect to the family when I say this they could have put his body in something like a car trunk or a trash can like a big dumpster garbage can or something else and drove him to a different location with no cameras that way like their logic doesn't make sense to me but this one seems more tangible to me um that that's what happened like that something inside of the place happened and then it's a big cover-up by the place that's i think out of the four theories that have been presented so far that's the most likable not likable most realistic to have happened and then the last theory is that brian left to start a new life it's possible that brian simply walked away from his current life to start a new life but why brian's mother died about three weeks before he disappeared but friends and family reported that while he was grieving he appeared to be handling the loss in a healthy way the only reason anyone can think of why he would have left to start a new life is music brian was a medical student but becoming becoming a doctor was a backup career for the career he really wanted musician even so it doesn't make sense he had a close relationship with his girlfriend and reportedly planned on marrying her he was doing well in school and he had a bright future ahead of him whether he became a musician or a doctor if he successfully escaped the bar undetected he would have had to have changed the clothes before he left the ugly saloon oh my god the name of this bar is gonna be the death of me he would have had to have changed clothes before he left the ugly tuna saluna for the final time but brian 
was with people all night. Surely they would have noticed that he brought a change of clothes or some type of bag. And if he did bring a change of clothes, where did he hide it? And how did he change into them without anyone noticing? One of the investigators who looked into the possibility, Andre Edwards, said that he could say with 100% certainty that Brian did not leave via the escalator. Also, if Brian left on his own, he didn't take his car. The vehicle was found still sitting in the apartment complex's parking lot. So that is the last theory that people have. Um, that one, to me, doesn't... Mm, as, uh, I don't know. The last two theories, I think, are the most uh, believable, I guess you could say. I don't think the last theory is what happened to him. Just because he was planning on like marrying his girlfriend, he would have had to go to great lengths to actually disappear and if you wanted to disappear to do music, being a musician is a very public career. It's not like he wanted to go and become a geologist and was going to be in the middle of the desert alone. Like, you know what I mean? If he wants to be this famous musician, I'm sure people would recognize him eventually after all the missing posters went out. You know, like that one doesn't make as much sense. So personally, if <laughs> I know because everyone cares what I think. Personally, I think what happened was that something most likely accidental happened in the restaurant and it's been a whole cover-up by I mean probably by people in the restaurant because they would be the only ones with access to the cameras that's the only really thing that makes sense to me I'm not I don't know it's it's really hard just because they do have cameras I just need more information honestly I need more information to make a complete theory of what I think happened but I would be very interested to hear what you guys think happened. Also, the fact that they never found a body. Oh my God, it's just so like, where is he? That I think that's the worst part. Like not knowing for the family's sake. Like, because it's been so many years. I'm sure they assume that he is gone because it's been so long. But at the same time, I'm sure they still have a little bit of hope just because he has never been found. I would just be so interested to one to have more information on the case and also like where is he like oh my god you know uh -uh. it's like another how does someone completely vanish like I know myself even if I planned it down to the t I would mess something up uh for sure I would mess something up I would like oh and the whole cell phone thing too like the fact that it randomly was on that one time and they never found that either like where's his cell phone oh my god I need to know The, the missing persons case is really just like Oh, they kind they scare me, but they also like so intriguing. Not intriguing. That's the wrong word. It's just so interesting to me. Like, where did he go? All right, I'm gonna stop rambling. This is clearly gonna be a short episode because it's only me, so I can't go back and forth having a full on conversation with someone else. And you know, just sitting here looking out the window like a fucking weirdo. I I don't know. Um, I hope this doesn't happen often where it's just me talking to you guys because I'm sure this was not as interesting as some of our other episodes. Speaking of other episodes, we have some great ones coming. Um, let me tell you, I I want to spill what they are, but I don't want to give anything away. We just have to find a time to all be able to meet and me figure out how to record that shit because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a professional by any means. So we have to figure that out. But some of the episodes we have coming are 
I was I was making myself laugh with thinking about it. And that I mean, that's not hard to do. I make myself laugh to very often. <laughs> but I think they're going to be very entertaining for some of you. So I'm going to stop rambling. I would love to hear your theories of what you think happened to Brian Schaefer. I can't, I would say in the comments, but this is not a YouTube video. This is a podcast. So if you have your own theories, please DM us on Over the Topics Instagram. Let me know what you think. I hope this was, I hope this wasn't so boring. I don't know. I'm going to move on. All right. I'll see you next time, guys. Bye.